0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So a couple things to jump into today. There was a story that came out yesterday. It was a conversation between Joey Gallo and Jason Stark of The Athletic, where Joey Gallo said that he's not a fan of the shift. He's not a fan of it. He blamed the shift for his not-so-great numbers with the New York Yankees last year. He specifically said, I get the defensive strategies. I do. I'm not 100% against it, but I think at some point you have to fix the game a little bit. I don't understand how I'm supposed to hit a double or triple when I have six guys standing in the outfield. That's what Gallo said. So I know these comments are not going to be taken well by most fans. Fans don't like it when hitters complain about the shift, but let me tell you, Joey Gallo wasn't the first hitter to speak out about it, but people just like to rag on dead pull hitters whenever they complain about the shift saying oh hey just be a more complete hitter go the other way you know fix your swing yada 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 but these same people probably don't know or probably turned a blind eye to the fact that Mike Trout has made the exact same comments Mike Trout has said this exact same thing in the past a few years ago he was asked how he might fix baseball and Trout said banning the shift you know it would be it'd be better to see more balls in play dropped for hits. But I don't recall seeing any outrage or any criticism from Mike Trout when he said that. Well, obviously, because Trout doesn't struggle whether or not there's a shift. You know, he can he can hit with any defensive alignment. That's why he's the best hitter in baseball. So I guess that's part of the reason. But still, I, I believe if the best player in baseball is saying something, that people ought to give it or ought to entertain the idea anyway Um, my personal opinion is I'm, I'm actually not against this idea of banning the shift. I'm not, I'm, I'm somewhat indifferent. Like if, if they keep the shift, okay. If they ban it, I'm I'm like, okay, that's fine too. Because I see the benefit of both schools of thought. If you have the shift, I see the benefit because it's just teams trying to do their best to win games. They're using the data they can. Generally what it is, is they'll look at a hit or spray chart. If I think at least 70% seventy to 80% of their ground balls are to the pull side, teams will employ the shift. It's just using the data and aligning the defense accordingly. That's just strategy. That's just sports, right? I, I have no problem with that. And if Major League Baseball says, hey, we, we want more balls in play, we want them more exciting, I see value in that too. A lot of people don't necessarily see the value in having a faster-paced game, having more balls in play, fall for hits. I do. I really think that's great for baseball in the long term because it's going to attract more. It's going to attract and keep more viewers because whether we want to admit it or not, that's what fans want to see. They want to see more action. When I say fans, not people who are already into baseball, but people who could be trying to watch more baseball but just can't stick around because they don't like seeing – know three true outcomes for three hours every night they want to see more you know balls hit and play fall off for hits they just want to see more action so bang the shift would definitely be a way to do that and I have no problem with that so but of course it's not going to sound great when it comes from Joey Gallo because people are going to be like hey why are you blaming the shift when you have a 38.6 percent strikeout rate you know, that has nothing to do with the shift you're striking out way too much and you also struggle making contact with pitches in the zone if you look at his stat cast number so i would say he's he's not necessarily the best messenger for this and his message is going to be obscured by the fact that he's struggling elsewhere but i think gallo has a point in other news joe kelly he is hoping to resign with the dodgers so the dodgers re- oh, sorry, they declined his 12 million dollar option in favor of a $4 million buyout after he suffered a bicep strain during their NLCS showdown against the Braves. And Kelly had the free agent market for the second time in his career, and he didn't sign before the lockout was implemented on December 2nd. And he's actually since been rumored to be a post-lockout target of the Cardinals, but Joe Kelly said on a radio appearance in LA that he he hopes to remain in Los Angeles. And he, he thinks that there is mutual interest. Well, he said that. He says, obviously, I want to come back and be a Dodger. And the interest is mutual. So you've got to make something happen. So his mention of mutual interest is probably in reference to interest they showed before the lockout because obviously they're not allowed to be talking, at least not officially at this time. But that, that would be great. I mean, it would mean that Kelly is willing to – or both sides Kelly's willing to pay so Kelly's willing to play for what the Dodgers will pay him the Dodgers are willing to pay what Joe Kelly wants to an extent that's kind of what it's looking like because I doubt that if another team offers you know twice as much money that let's say the Dodgers offer him only like six million dollars but then a the team offers him 12 million dollars I think Joe Kelly will go for the higher pay. Because that's just a huge gap. So they're going to have to meet in the middle somewhere. But the interest on the Dodgers side is pretty natural because they are currently facing the potential of losing not only Joe Kelly, but also Kenley Jansen, Corey Knebel, who already, who already left. He already signed in Philadelphia. And Jimmy Nelson in free agency. Those four pitchers combined for 167 and two-thirds innings of relief work out of the bullpen. So that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot of innings, and it would be tough to replace all that in one go. But Kelly himself, he enjoyed a nice rebound campaign in 2021 after being limited to 10 innings in 2020. Although he missed the first five weeks of the 2021 season due to a shoulder injury, he returned with one of the finest showings of his decade-long MLB career. I mean, in 44 innings, he pitched to a 2.86 ERA. With a very strong twenty-seven and a half percent strikeout rate, an eight point two percent walk rate, huge ground ball rate up at fifty-nine percent. Yeah, Joe Kelly was 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 doing good stuff. I mean, his average fastball is ninety-eight point one miles an hour. I mean, that's actually down a tick from his peak where it was ninety-nine point one, but that's still plenty, plenty fast, and he's still one of baseball's hardest throwing relievers. So. Mutual interest there. Joe Kelly is looking to return to L.A. And we'll see if they do bring him back. But, And then finally, there is no substantive progress between MLB and MLBPA in labor talks. I'm not really going to go much into it. They are, continued, they are at a continued standstill. And we'll see if that February 28 deadline gets here without a deal. We shall see. Because according to MLB, that means that regular season games would be canceled we'll see what happens there they continue to do their work continue to meet and we will have a much bigger update when the dust settles because it will so that's going to do it for today folks if you enjoyed this please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection